All right, beautiful. I went ahead and hit record, so let's rock and roll. This is actually the first interview of the year that I'm doing. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So let's hope it's not gonna be the most, you know, bad, most suckiest one, or how you call it. Most. So, but, but hey, the good thing it's gonna be the it's the best interview of this year. Mm-hmm. It's the first. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, it's like they say. <laughs> From here, this is how they're all going to go. So they're going to be great. Every single one this year is going to be great. Nice. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. And usually on my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. He's flying around, but he is currently in school. Uh, They're doing online school here. So he's actually upstairs uh, online. Are the kids in Finland online for school? Uh. I, th- I think so, yeah. Like that's what I've heard. I, my friends who have—I don't have many. I have like two friends. Was mm-hmm. and <laughs> both of them have kids, so they, their kids. I think yeah, they they're half online, and I think this uh, the restrictions have now been a little bit loose. Okay. But first, starting the co- when this COVID shit started, it like I think it was the same as in Canada and everywhere. Like everything was locked down and. Parents had to, you know, watch their children 24-7 and everybody went totally mad. And mm-hmm. Completely, totally stuff. mad. Yeah. We'll have to chat about that. So today on Rock Metal Podcast, everybody, we have Dead Shape Figure and they have a new EP called, and I don't know Latin. I don't know. Do you guys know Latin? Kator Pose no, Nihil? Uh, that stuff, all the clever stuff that it's in our song, it's from our singer. He's the bookworm. Oh. I just play the guitar. Right. And I just make the, you know, the awesome riffs. So. Mm-hmm. Of which there's a lot of awesomeness on this EP. And you guys release this, looks like December 9th via Inverse Records is what Yako had let me know. And so today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we're currently being joined by Yuhani. Is that correct? Yuhani. Yeah, Yuhani. Yuhani Flink. Yuhani Flink. Flink does not sound Yuh- Finnish to me. Flink sounds... Yeah, it's kind of Swedish, although I hate Swedish people. They're all a bunch of pussies, but... But it's I'm I think I'm half Swedish. Oh no. Oh no. Well they stole the Finnish meatballs. They called them Swedish meatballs. Do you believe that? Yeah, but, but I think people it's I think meatballs people kind of I'm not so sure that that's, that meatballs are like like Sweden take they take pride of their meatballs. Mm-hmm. But I've seen those meatballs in like pictures from the 50s that people like in Finland also eat like I think they're Finnish meatballs Swedish just stole them yeah from the Swedish meatball I think I blame Ikea nowadays it is Ikea's fault because now everybody thinks that only people in Sweden put allspice and nutmeg into their meatballs and I have to I've been I've been telling them I've been holding one man uh, protests and I've been saying hey no by myself, I'm standing in front of the IKEA with it. Nobody's going to because it's been closed all year. And I'm saying no. Yeah. Finland also has meatballs. Yeah, we have we have better meatballs. Like Swedish yeah. meatballs are like this big or something. And sweet Finnish. I don't know what is. The, does it tell a little bit of something about the people as well? Like like Finnish, Finnish people. Like we make bigger balls. You know. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Just my I, thought. I think it does. That's probably why they're so sing-songy. Have you ever like chatted with somebody from Sweden? Like everything, they're just so happy. Even when they're trying to be angry, they're just so happy. They're like, "Oh, yeah, it's so lovely have... to be here today. Thank you so much." 
Yeah, and even the language is like, oh, the yard, they better make the hard, hard. It's like flying on a kite in in below pink clouds. And Finnish language is more like, I know. More like pirate language. I know. Uh, I just saw an Icelandic comedian. I don't know his name. And even if I tried to say his name, I wouldn't know. And it's on Netflix, at least here in Canada. And he does impressions of everybody in the Nordic countries. And I, I fell off the couch when he did the one from Finland because you guys are so just deadpan, so stoic. And <laughs> he was talking about his friend who was nervous and scared. And he's like, you don't sound scared. Yes, I am very scared right now. Can't you tell by my voice how scared I am? No, I can't actually at all. I can't tell. Um, so I thought yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but we're we're pretty dark and depressed. But it's because there's like I don't know. It's probably because of the weather. Ninety eight percent of the time it's dark and fucking cold and you know. Yeah. So there's nothing you can't write any like happy thrash like anthrax style like a little bit like happier thrash songs about how awesome is to skateboard and do with your do some tags and that stuff because mm. it's just dark gloomy grim and it's it's just the way it is it is it uh, is yeah wow okay I like, I like dark you don't have to wear makeup outside because no one will see your face so this is very it's true good. my good man this is, <laughs> this is very true now I guess my first question is you had mentioned, you know, all that crap that happened last year that, you know, as of midnight, it's just all over. It's not going on anymore, which is fantastic. So I guess maybe take us through since this is the first interview of the year. I'll be honest with you, Yuhani. I don't really know where to take. I don't know what to say because of what happened last year. What's going to happen this year? So I guess maybe my first question is the EP being released in December. Was that like coronavirus related? Like, did you guys, were you guys affected at all by what happened with COVID uh, or at least the year? Like, was it always intended to release it at the end of 2020 or was it pushed out? And then, you know, when releasing an EP, usually there's a traditional route to market that EP, which would be playing shows, which would be like now. So I guess take us through how last year went for you guys and what your plans are for this year. Well, the thing is, I remember we went to record the drums for the EP. Uh, was it in February, I think? But I, I remember there was already some, there was a, can you call it a buzz going going on about the whole COVID-19. It hadn't like shut down to Finland, but I think the first uh, first co- uh, co- uh, corona infections were found in Finland. There was lots of speculation what's going to happen. And I remember we recorded the drums at the moment and we started you know, had some little jokes that are okay. It's what's it's all gonna what it's gonna happen during these few months after this. But we couldn't like guess the, <laughs> about the the income that happened. But to, yeah, we recorded the drums and then at the, we were supposed to I think released first in, uh, before summer was the first plan and do some shows and maybe try to book us a decent European tour. And go to China. Actually, we had a like two week tour to China, but I don't know if Wuhan was one of the cities. I don't even remember, but it we've, been. we've been there like four times before. So China has been good market for us. But then, like then, COVID nineteen happened, and 
we at first we thought is is it is there like any reason to even release new music now because like you mentioned it's like it's so important for especially for bands like us like the, the stuff that you can find on spotify and and the two people that buys those CD, cds from us it, it's it's kind of our calling like our calling card for our shows to people hey go and check it out and come to see a show buy a shirt and that stuff so i think like in the it's okay it's 2021 it's not so important to tell like or tell people that oh the album sales has dropped and that everybody knows that so that that in the in, let's say even in our we started in 2004 I think our first album came out in 2007. It sold like some, like I think five, six thousand copies in German, and it's also actually people bought CDs. So we played uh, shows to promote our CDs. But nowadays, it's the, it's turned it's the quite opposite. We make music to promote our live shows. Mm-hmm. So it's like that now. So we had some stuff coming. Up. We had a few tours, but then, like we just. Like I, I work at my day job. Can you imagine? I have a day job, playing yeah. fresh metal isn't isn't you know paying the bills, <laughs> but it's just a hobby. You know, work in the airport, so you keep in touch with the regular people. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, An ambassador to the regular people. Yeah, yeah, that's so. so I don't know what what is. I was so confused that I had to tell you that I work in a regular job. I saw your face. That I was very concerned for you for a second there. But yeah, I, mean, I took my, I usually wear, you know, diamond rings and Rolex. I took that shit off for this, just to make you feel better. About myself, yeah. Yeah, but I was stuck, you know, in the airport got shot, so I I didn't even have, I didn't even have a job. And we sit at our homes and thought that should we release it or not? And because... I thought that maybe this is going to last like six months, but after the summer, we just, we kind of figured it out it's going to last who knows how long. And we just decided to release some new music for people to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I just looked it up. Korva Puusti. Korva Puusti, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Cinnamon Roll, I think. Is yeah. it the same? Yeah, because you yeah. said slapped ears. To me, that would not sound like a cinnamon roll. <laughs> slapped ears, yeah. Yeah, slapped ears. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's fantastic. So you mentioned that China has been a good market, and I'm going to be honest with you, that's the first time that I've heard of bands going to China, like metal bands being huge in Japan or something like that, I totally get. Ah, uh, that's, so, that's so 2010, 10-ish to go to Japan now. Okay. China is the shit now, yeah, you know, people, because, and that one of the cool reasons to go to China is like big bands like Metallica and Iron Maiden and those guys, I think those guys have played just a few shows there, even those, the, the biggest bands, so there are a lot of like fans of Slayer, Metallica, those big bands, but they don't have any opportunities to see them because the government stuff, and I think... Like like I mentioned, Metallica played their first show in China a few years ago, so it's and a lot and they had to drop out some songs, so people haven't seen that much of a like the like the real West Western metal. So 
to be honest, you don't have to be that good to go there and blow people's minds. But but it's 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 quite people people are so they haven't seen they have seen you know stuff from the internet and like YouTube and that stuff is banned in China. So but they have VPNs. They have seen some stuff and they're really like super grateful when you go there. And actually, the clubs are pretty. It's they're really good. Some like they have really new like the whole PA systems and that stuff it's not any 70s style Soviet Union like you see some submarine parts <laughs> in a PA system and that's it's like the, the people that have like a lot of there's the economy there is really good so well who do you think makes the PA systems now and yeah and has yeah. made them for the last like 30 years yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, like, I, at first, <laughs> like, I, we, I went there and I was like, whoa, these guys have like this and that and this, this mixing console. And they're not, yeah, yeah, they they make all the stuff in here. So, yeah. but, you know, you went there, you were kind of like thinking that, ah, oh, maybe you're playing through a C, like an old cassette player or <laughs> something like you that. You smack you know, it a couple you, of times, get it to work. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. You, you know, being such a, redneck hillbilly from finland so but it's it's and they treat you the food is amazing and all the stuff the people and it's nice and people actually buy stuff there but it's mm -hmm. pretty it's hard to get import stuff from here they, the, the government takes like something like 70 percent of your if you're if you import stuff from it let's say we license our CD to a Chinese record label, so the government takes like something like seventy percent wow. of that eight eight year old CD. But but we managed to release album through, so we didn't license our album. So actual Chinese record label released a few of our albums that we had the rights, and that so obviously the money. It's not about the money, but we got some. But it's the market is better now in China than it in. Let's say in Europe, I think, for selling stuff as a band, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, wave of the future, twenty twenty one. Here it is. Yeah, Wuhan. Wuhan. Go, yeah, go, you can go to a pool party in Wuhan. Uh, yes. You know, it. Uh, Do you think it was a bat, or was it some uh, government conspiracy? The or pool. The pool party. No, the COVID-19. Do you think it, it was a bat, <laughs> a, some kind of bat soup? I think South Park had the most perfect theory that Randy actually fucked a bat. <laughs> and that's what, when he was drunk with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's a, that's a funny. If you haven't seen the South Park uh, COVID-19 special episode, I suggest you go and watch it. It's okay. fucking awesome. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen it, and I'm going to have to go watch it now uh, that yeah, you mentioned that. I mean, you could call it Composition X. COVID yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was a good one. Thank you. you have, yeah, yeah. And that came just from, from straight from your head. You don't have any, like, notes there or anything. Like, you're such a big fan, right? Such a, such a big fan. I was actually nervous about this interview that I completely couldn't read Latin the minute that, uh, yeah. you know, the minute that it started. But we've got this four-track EP uh, you mentioned you guys started in 2004. Uh, yeah, 2004. And there's there's some, I mean, you know, the, 
flatten. You said fancy stuff. I think you said fancy stuff. All the all the bookworm stuff. Composition X, and then we have the B word. We got the B word song, and then the worship of ashes. Which yeah, that's a pretty easy one to remember. Worship of ashes. Yeah, so I don't even know how that one song is called, but something like but Batman Hey Hachi or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Batra Mio. Yeah, Batrak uh, Mio Maki. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's something about noodles or. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll have the Batrak Mio Maki, please, and can you hold the? <laughs> That's what especially what I thought and when I first saw, but it it has a meaning. Okay. Too bad that our singer is not in my room at the moment. So this is and he's not even living in this apartment. So no, he could. But it it could end up being a really boring interview. Probably. You know be. he, yeah, he name dropping all those fancy words that nobody knows. Even, yeah. So oh, you want to know what I was thinking? Oh my, yeah. my goodness oh, gracious! I'm, yeah. Hi. Relax. I will tell you. Yeah, I am so honored. I hate singers. I hate singers who think too much. That I just like simple stuff like hammer smashed face, and that's, mm-hmm. you can tell it straight from the bat. Like, okay, it's hammer smashed face. Right. You instantly know what's what's the song about. Exactly. Foul doctrine of idiocy. That's just what happened in the United States last year. Uh, oh yeah. You know the worship of ashes. That's what's gonna happen in the United States this year. <laughs> um, yeah, and then while that's happening, you and I were just gonna go get some batramaka mayaki, and yeah, uh, you know, with extra chili, with extra chili, while we talk about composition X. Now, this does have a music video. You mentioned going into the studio, and the music video for composition X is you guys in a really nice fancy schmancy studio. So I figure, you know, you guys are big in China. You're raking in all the dough from those, uh, you know, thirty percent profits, and. Um, yeah you're able to afford this really nice studio. But then I also noticed it looks like maybe this is your guys' basement or something because you have a few music videos actually at this studio. Is it like down the street? Do you guys have a deal? Do you know this guy? Yeah, it's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty fucking nice st- studio for the price we're paying. So it's, it's he's, a, he's a guy we know. It's a really, really nice studio, a cheap one. And we've done like all of our stuff basically there. So not that we could af- afford like a Bob Rock or those major A-list dudes, but that's that's been a blessing to know that dude and his studio. So, so it's it's like our second home, basically. So, yeah, this is true. Basically. Well, you can you can buy Bob Rock's drum samples now through Easy Drummer. Hey, I bought it already, baby. Boom! Had, the, had those for one month. Yeah. So is that the is that the Tommy Lee kick drum that we're hearing right now on the record? Actually, not yet, but I'm kind of hoping that we could sample <laughs> a little bit of that. I'm, I fell in love with the kit, but the thing is that when you're using it with Easy Drummer and you let you, I record a lot of like demos at my home, and then you put on the pop rock kit there, and everything's just it feels like that there's Tommy Lee or Lars Ulrich playing behind your track, and it's just. It's that the demos they sound too good. Then you kind of disappoint when you use use the real drums. Yeah, who used real drums anyway? Uh, but, but you know, yeah, production secret. The way metal is going these days, because we do here we have a little studio, and yeah. um, 
I can't tell you how many times in a metal record, and we you sometimes have a good laugh over it because uh, a review might come in saying, man, those thundering drums sound amazing. I wonder how they recorded them. Uh, somebody else did, and we just sampled, took the samples. Or the bass sounds amazing. Thanks. It was a keyboard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, metal I, I is... I was just going to say metal is nowadays. so... Yeah. Doesn't even know how a real drum kit sounds. I think if that when they like they're like kids who've grew like who listen to bands like Periphery and all those top notch production bands, and then they go to a studio and they give the engineer the CD, we want to sound like this. And then <laughs> when they first hear the drums, like their natural drums, they're like, Hey, that's that's not a drum kit. That's, why does it sound like that? <laughs> why Why does my snare drum sound like scotch tape on a margarine container? Cause yeah, Because yeah, that's what drums sound like. Drums sound like that. Yeah, yeah. Patch, patch. That That's a snare drum. Not not a shotgun blast. A yeah. shotgun blast Yeah, is a drum machine. And why, my, why my blast beats are so... You can't hear the snare, and then you to wait a sec. Wait, a, go have a coffee, coffee or something. And five minutes, and then... Bah, 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 bah. There it is. Uh, and then it's like... Yeah. yeah. Oh. I want my record to sound like Flesh God Apocalypse. Yep. <laughs> no samples there. Uh, no samples there. But the thing I enjoy, the one YouTuber uh, that I really enjoy is Rick. How you pronounce his, pronounce his name? Rick Beato, the old, okay, old yeah, producer. Yeah, yeah. He he kind of goes goes and listen one of like all those favorite classic albums like from Soundgarden, from Metallica, and he kind of pinpoints some stuff that they've used samples since. Oh yeah, I think since from the seventies. Yep. Even the classic Metallica album, there's an actual sample, but it's not based one hundred percently on a sample. But there's a yep. sample to give that. Yep. This one. Ever since the Roland eight hundred eight came out, that has yeah. been the extensive use of it, and it's tricky to do on tape because you have to line everything up on on tape back then. But if you notice the the shotgun type of snare drum became prolific in the eighties, right after the eight hundred eight became available uh, yeah. for for everybody to use, uh, and then obviously hip hop exploded based off of sampling. Um, but yeah, since the seventies, the 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 idea of a drum machine started popping in more, and the Bee Gees actually made were the first ones to make a loop in the 70s and they did it on tape which takes like hundreds of feet of tape to make a drum loop and then they did several songs with the exact same drums they just looped it on tape and then changed the speed of the tape to change it to the the song yeah so that what they called cheating cheating since I think since Beethoven and Mozart I think those guys cheated as well you know mm -hmm. used a different Kind of just cheating pen to write those stuff. I don't. They did. <laughs> they pretended to have like love letters and mental disorders, and they weren't really crazy. They were just, you know. Yeah, yeah, but they were. Yeah, they were. Everybody cheats a little, but it's just. But what is cheating? You know, I I hate those, like, who, uh, you you see those guys in the internet basically, or maybe if in bars after a few beers you you find a guy who's in the production and then they start to tell about the, the organic sound this this and this album was done why doesn't people do like this? because nobody knows to play anymore people are too lazy to practice they know that they can just go in suck at guitar suck at drums and then the mixing good hey it's now it's do the magic <laughs> mm -hmm. well and i don't think uh 
opening up a, a properly produced, properly produced, quote unquote, metal project these days. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be surprising to a lot of metalheads to find out just how much production goes into it. It might as well be electronic music at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Not that everything has to be quantized about, mm-hmm. it, you know, what works and what saves time. Yeah. There are EDM kicks that show up in some metal songs. I mean, how else are you supposed to get a kick drum to cut through all that wall of guitars? Yep. But the thing is, when if you can't do it live, then go fuck yourself. But yeah. as long as you can kind of pull it live, it's a different animal of current Irish black, like, like you mentioned, flesh cut apocalypse. Like the drummer is obviously, I've seen them live. He's a beast, so mm-hmm. they can kind of like do it. They they can make it. But if you can't do it live, if you then I don't know, go home. Or yeah, start being a YouTuber or not. Like that wasn't an attack against YouTubers that they are not real musicians. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole other podcast right there. YouTubers who are musicians who are more well known for their YouTube stuff than their musician stuff and then they have to justify their youtube status with but i'm actually a musician yeah it's a unique argument yep kind of like k tour post nihil that's a unique argument baby yeah i miss vhs i also miss vhs yeah i used to have a guitar that had a vhs sticker on it because i missed vhs so much yeah actually this whole i'm doing this all broadcast through a VHS recorder. That is fantastic. That's how, yeah, that's how I miss. That's how I miss VHS. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, to wrap up here because we've been chatting now for about twenty minutes or so. We yeah. chatted about the EP. It came out December 9th via Inverse Records. We chatted about the music video for Composition X. So you guys went into the studio in February. We chatted about uh, the majority of the year of 2020 uh, plans for 2021. We chatted about. Uh, China and their food, and yeah, and the delicious um, meal called Batria Mach Machi. What was it? Batria Mium. I can't even say our our mm-hmm. own song. Exactly. But with extra chili, that's really good. Yeah, with extra chili, baby. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean, really, is there anything else that you wanted to to chat about as far as the record is concerned, or the or the band is concerned? Yeah, look, to be honest, we're just like a pretty, pretty decent, actually, pretty fucking incredible band. We have like we don't have any bad songs in our catalog, so mm-hmm. go and check that out. Okay. And you know, in five five years, we'll probably rule the world, I think, with our music. But you know, that's just a boring subject to talk. It, like that stuff. So I like like more like hockey, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You watching the juniors? Uh yeah, yeah, a little bit. Now that Finland won Sweden, so now I started to watch. <laughs> of course, of course. But I wasn't. The whole COVID stuff has been. I, I'm a big like, NHL fan and NFL fan, but the COVID nineteen stuff, like when every sport went kind of like they pulled the plug, and then they switched to a kind of these COVID nineteen proof bubbles and started to play without any crowd. So it got it got pretty lame. I, I I kind of dropped from the dropped from the boat. Is that a real thing to say? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to translate Finnish stuff. My idea, but you know, I kind of dropped off. 
when they started to play well, like NHL and that stuff in without no crowd. So, but the season is starting now. The NHL season and the Dallas Stars are gonna win the Stanley Cup. Okay, I just wanted to point out in the juniors, Canada beat Finland. I just wanted to point that out. Ah, when today? Uh, uh, final score: Canada four, Finland one. I don't know what day was that. What day? What day was that? Maybe somebody out in YouTube land or Spotify yeah, maybe, land. If anybody listens to me on Spotify, maybe it was before. Uh, I don't know because Sem- now they're on semifinals. Okay. Was it a semifinal match already? Maybe I don't know. I don't even. I don't follow. I think they are actually even in Edmonton. I'm such a bad ambassador to Edmonton. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah, but you're from Winnipeg, so I am from Winnipeg. Yeah, and Winnipeg Jets are a better team than Edmonton Oilers. So exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even with they have a cool. Yeah. Even have with a cool the logo. They do have a cool. Yeah, logo. I think McDavid should say "fuck off" to Edmonton and go to a real team. Like I don't know, maybe. Dallas Stars, maybe. <laughs> but I think Connor McDavid is going to be forever and an Edmonton dude, so Probably. he needs to win a cup. Connor he needs Jesus. to win a cup there. Uh, Mac, Mac Jesus, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate the dude. Yeah. Well, because Edmonton's so stuck in the past, the first thing that comes to Edmontonian's mind is he's our replacement for Wayne Gretzky so we can be great again <laughs> like we were. Forty years ago, I'm like, well, you know, yeah, you know, when yeah, when Hitler was still like his body w- wasn't even totally composed, like, like <laughs> rockets. So. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, Yuhani, I have to go prepare for my next interview, um, but I wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. And obviously, if there's anything hey, else, thanks you- for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks mm-hmm. for having me. I appreciate. Absolutely. We won't talk about. And I didn't have to. I didn't have to put my kid kid to sleep, so my wife had to do it for me. So it was a good good excuse to skip that and enjoy <laughs> company of a nice looking uh, Canadian dude. Why, thank you, sir. And it looks like we're actually using the same microphone. Is that an Audio Technica? Mac- Hell yeah, baby! Just bought it like two weeks ago. Beautiful. And paid. That's still. It's this is actually my first time testing this. Wow. Yeah, I was supposed to buy a Shure SM7B, mm-hmm. but the guy told me this is like it's the same but better. Take this, and obviously they didn't have Shure Seven uh, SM7B in their store. So <laughs> I, I wonder <laughs> I why he was trying to push product he had. Then that's weird. Yeah, yeah, but he he's <laughs> kind of like honest dude. Yeah, but but how's the sound? By the way, is it nice? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I'm currently testing it out this way. Usually. Because the diaphragm is actually on the front, not yeah. where I'm talking into it. So usually I have it a little bit further away with a pop filter, but I wanted to try it without the pop filter so it would look nicer for the for the video. Oh, yeah, but it sounds pretty nice. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and I'm using a Focusrite VoiceMaster Pro. Ooh. I had some little compressions happening whoa because now all the roadies are unemployed so it's pretty easy to go it's kind of like the finish craig's list you go there you type some audio stuff and people are selling shitload of stuff like all the guys who work for bands on the road and they have been unemployed for a year so it's good it's good opportunity to whatever they're asking just 
give them half and they'll sell it to you because they need to pay their bills. So This is very true, everybody. <laughs> now is your chance if you want to you know, grab some stuff, like like some cool audio stuff from the guys who are now, who can even afford the food. So mm-hmm. you can rip that and you can rip them off. So <laughs> exactly the same guys who are working for our band also. <laughs> oh no! All right. Well, beautiful. Since we've chatted about everything, then I just wanted to take yeah. one more chance to thank you for coming on. And uh, thank you, dude. I appreciate. It. Yeah.